the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Have you ever considered yourself to be highly favored of God? Let's talk about that next on Times of Refreshing. There are times where God makes reference to someone being highly favored. Just exactly what does that mean? That's the subject of our time today here on Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman from The Well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California. We're in Genesis chapter 39, verses 1 through 23, the whole chapter. We'll take a look at Joseph, who is highly favored, and what that means to be highly favored of God and how you and I fall into that same category through Christ. With more of the amazing details now, let's catch up with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman for today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing. Being highly favored. Genesis chapter 39, and we're going to look basically at this whole chapter, verse 1 on down to 23. And I want to talk to you a little bit about Joseph the son of Jacob, and we're going to analyze his life a little bit, just taking a look at this particular chapter. Now, when you look at the word favored, from a Hebrew standpoint, this word, it is tied to the word grace. It, is, it means to be graced or to be smiled upon. God smiles upon you. He gives you grace. You are graced. This word here is, and I said this, but it is the divine smile. God, for whatever reason, and we'll see here, according to purpose, he smiles upon you. He opens doors that no man can shut. He makes a way for you. It doesn't mean that everything's perfect, and you're going to see here, it doesn't mean that, that, you, that, that you have a billion dollars in the bank. It just means that no matter what circumstance or situation you're in, God is with you, and he smiles upon you. And he has a, a, a way of making you the head and not the tail. He's there with you at all times, and this is what we want. We want to be graced. We want to be smiled upon by God. And I wrote this down. It doesn't mean that you are God's favorite. Look at your neighbor and say, wow. Some people tend to think that. That they're God's favorite and we're all peasants. But it doesn't mean that you're God's favorite. It just means because of purpose. Somebody say purpose. He has a way of opening doors for you. It's all according to God's purpose. He has a way of opening doors for you. You are graced. You are favored. God opens doors for you. He does this. 
And he doesn't do it because you're his favorite. He does it because of his purpose. He has purpose for your life, and he keeps you in line with his prophetic purpose for your life. And he constantly opens doors, and it has people confused and baffled sometimes because it seems like God keeps on moving you forward. And they don't understand it, that you didn't earn it, that you didn't. It wasn't because you're some special person. It just because of purpose, God, he continues to open doors and bless you. Now, listen to this. I wrote this down. I was thinking about this. God just spoke this to me. Favor doesn't mean you get what you want. Look at your neighbor and say, wow. Now, you may get what you want if it's according to God's purpose. But favor doesn't mean you get what you want, but you get what he's purposed and ordained for your life. Favor doesn't mean that you get, you always get what you want, but you get what he's purposed and ordained for your life. This is key because saints realize the devil wants to block you from getting what God has purposed and ordained for your life. The devil doesn't mind you getting stuff. He doesn't mind you getting things. He, he has a problem with you walking according to God's purpose and getting what God has purposed for your life. He didn't mind giving Jesus all the kingdoms of this world and all this other stuff, and it, I'll give you this, that, and the other. The issue was, was Jesus going to stay in tune with God and walk according to his purpose and continue to stay in the flow and the timing of God's release of blessing in his life. This is the key. And I think for all of us, we have to realize this. The devil wants to stop you, not just from getting stuff, but from getting what God has purposed for your life. And there's going to be a fight for it. And that's where we have to see being favored is so key. Favor doesn't mean you get what you want all the time. Some of us have this mentality and God is blessing you abundantly and you're right in the middle of God's purpose and God's he's he's got you right on his prophetic timetable and we're frustrated and we're angry and we're bitter we're upset and we haven't stopped to realize and even ask God is this what you have for me now? Or am I crying and complaining because you're not giving me what I want now? We have to stop and ask ourselves, is this what God has for me right now? If it is, well, then praise the Lord. Let's go. Let's continue to walk with God. He, he has more in store. But right now, this is where God has me. And so whether I am abased or abound, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then I'm going to enjoy my life. This is what Apostle Paul said. No matter what state I am, I'm going to enjoy my life. This is where God has me. Let's go. Now, it may not be where God has you, and he may want you to do some other things and fix some things. We understand that. But the key here is, am I connecting with God to, to find out if it's God's purpose, regardless of what the circumstance look like? We have to take time and always analyze this. Joseph was a person who was able to grasp this as he walked with God. His brothers, they leave him in a pit because of their jealousy and envy, because of their anger, 
and bitterness towards Joseph because Joseph wore the coat of many colors and his father loved him. He was blessed. He was favored. And their jealousy and envy began to uh, get the best of them. And so Joseph's brothers, they threw him in a pit. Then the next thing you know, uh, he finds himself in a situation where he's being sold. And he's sold to a man by the name of Potiphar. And we pick this story up here in verse 1. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. And Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house, and all that he had he put under his authority. Look at verse 2. The Lord was with Joseph. Regardless of the circumstances, regardless of what it looked like in the natural Regardless of what, how Joseph may have felt, although when you, read, when you read about Joseph's life, there's not one place in the Bible where it says that Joseph complained and was bitter at God and angry. He was walking according to God's purpose. He's staying in tune with God. He had the right attitude with God, and God is constantly moving him in a certain direction. But it says that, most importantly, the Lord was with him. How many want the Lord to be with you at all times? Regardless of the circumstance, the Lord was with him. Ooh, I just felt that right there. Regardless of the circumstance, the Lord was with him. He was graced. He was favored. And God's favor upon him caused him to ultimately begin to have favor with men. If you want favor with men, get God's favor. God will begin to open doors for you that no man can shut according to his purpose. It says the Lord was with him, and he was a successful man. Now think about that. Oftentimes we measure success purely on the basis of the abundance of things which we possess. Or, you know, the position where all these things. It says he, success, he was a successful man. And I think if for all of us we have to stop and realize this is how God, God sees you differently then we often see ourselves. You and I are successful to the degree that we accomplish God's purpose for our lives. You can have it all, but have nothing. And for us, when we stand before Jesus, listen, saying, all of us should aspire just to hear these words. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. That's all I want to hear. That's all I want to You can say, you can, Jesus doesn't have to say anything else to me. If he says that to me, I'm going to fall out right there on the spot. I'm falling out right there. Bam. That's all I want to hear. And for us, because Jesus himself said, 
Many people will come to me in that day and say, Master, we have done this, and Master, we did that, and Master, and it's not just in just doing a bunch of stuff. Were you and I obedient? And did we fulfill his purpose for our life? It says that he was a successful man. Look, and he was a successful man. And, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. This is the favor of God. God causes you, no matter what the circumstance is, that God causes you to prosper. That the works of your hands begin to prosper because you're favored, because God's smiling upon you and the circumstance may not be the greatest. And you may not have everything that from a natural standpoint compared to everyone. But whatever you put your hand to, God causes it to be blessed. He causes it to prosper. And for all of us, we have to have this mindset that, God, I want success according to your will. I may not have the biggest church. I may not have this. I may not. But God, whatever I'm doing, you continue just to make it work out and you continue to bless it. And I may not have the biggest house, but the house I have, when you walk in the door, you feel the presence of God. And this Jesus is here. And I may not have all the best furniture, but when you sit down, you feel peace in the atmosphere. Woo! I feel that. I feel that right now. When you get in my car, it may not be the best, but when you sit down, it, you feel God's presence. That's what you want. Can I have an amen? Now, my prayer is, and I hope that everybody in here becomes a billionaire. Praise the Lord. But the bottom line is, do you have Jesus and do you have his favor and do you have his presence with you? Wherever Joseph was, this was what made him different. And his master saw it. Look at verse three. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight. He has favor with God. Now he finds favor with man and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house and all that he had, he put under his authority. Now, picture this. His brothers take him because of their jealousy and envy and anger. And they put him in a pit. But they don't realize all they're doing is pushing him into purpose. Stop worrying about everybody that doesn't like you. Or who hated on you. Or who didn't, who didn't, you know, they fired you. Or Stop it. Stop giving your attention to stuff that really doesn't matter. Is Jesus with me? And am I in his purpose? And is he pushing me on into destiny? God will shut a door and not, and we have to realize when he's shutting one, regardless of who he uses to shut it, he's going to open another one. You just got to have vision to see it. So, and here he is. The door has been shut on his family. He's, he's in this stressful situation. But now he's right in the midst of being in God's purpose. And God's favor is resting upon him. And now he's, he's put, this man has put all under his authority. Everything. Verse, verse 5. So it was from that time. That he had made him overseer of his house and all that he had. That the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. 
Y'all better ask somebody. This is real stuff, man. That's why I love this Bible, man. I love it. Ah! The word of God is powerful. God will bless you. Listen, God will start blessing people around you because of you. He'll cause your business, uh, the business that you're working at, he'll cause the business to prosper because of you. And this is what God is saying. Because this man is called according to God's purpose. He says, verse 5b, he says, And the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. Thus he left all that he had in Joseph's hand. And he did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate. Now, Joseph was handsome in form and appearance. So it says he wasn't ugly. Isn't it amazing how the Bible will say this one looked good, but then the other one, it just says their name. You know what I mean? I shouldn't have said that. I mean, God's word is true. I mean, he said he was a handsome man. All the ladies in here are like, I need to find me one of those. You know? These single ladies. Okay, here we go. Because some of y'all single ladies is laughing real loud over here. I hear y'all. <laughs> Let's look at this. Verse 7. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph. And she said, lie with me. Now, I want to say this because when it comes to favor, when it comes to favor when we're walking with God, we also always have to keep in mind that there will be character test associated with God's favor. God will open a door. He'll make a way out of no way. He'll bless you. He'll favor you according to his purpose. But we have to realize that when there is an over do- open door, there's always an, ad- an adversary. The scripture talks about that. Uh, behold, I've set before you an open door, but, and there are many adversaries. There's going to be adversaries. And there's going to be, and I call them opportunities for you and I to, to develop our character and to really reveal our character. And this is Joseph's, one of Joseph's, moments where he gets an opportunity to reveal what kind of character he has as he's walking in God's divine favor. All of us will be tested. Will you pass the test? This is the question. And we're going to see how we pass the test, but it is critical that we see that. God, when you have peace on every side and God is blessing you, remember, there's going to be a character test along the way. And in this particular circumstance or situation, we see a spirit of lust is come upon Potiphar's wife. She starts looking at Joseph with the googly eyes, and she wants to lay with him. But because this man is a man of God and of great character, it says in verse 8, but he refused and said to his master's wife, now watch this, this is powerful, y'all. Look, my master does not know what is with me in this in the house. And he has committed all that he has to my hand. There is no one greater in this house than I. 
nor has he kept back anything from me but you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against who? God. He's not even thinking just about his master. The character test. And all of us have to pass this test on a continual basis as God is favoring us. The issue isn't just him sinning against Potiphar's, uh, against Potiphar, although he, he cites him and he understands. This man has been generous to, to me and given me all this. But then he says, but how can I do this wickedness and sin against God? The issue here is then we have to see it as wickedness. We have to see it as betrayal against God. We have to see this as there's no way that I'm going to stand here and allow my relationship with God to be called into question because a fleeting moment of passion of sin. No matter what it is. And I'm not just talking about sexual. I'm talking about sin in general. I can't do this. In sin. I'm not going to lie on my boss. You want, me to, you want me to lie on my boss so we can get him fired because you don't like him? I'm not in that. I'm not going to backstab my manager so I can get his job. God's not going to God's not God's not going to bless me with that. And then I may get his position then and then and then it'll be so terrible. Because God's blessings not going to be I have absolutely no peace at all. I want this the right way. I'm not going to do this the wrong way. I'm not going to, no, I'm not getting involved in that. We have to get, because of God. God's the one who opened the door. God will keep the door open. I don't, and if he wants to elevate me, he knows just where to find me. Can I have an amen, y'all? But now in society, it's about backstabbing and lying and cheating and, 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 and just taking a road that is contrary to God's will. If God places you on the mountaintop, you don't ever have to being have to ever have to worry about being moved unless God tells you it's time to move. But if you put yourself on the mountaintop, then you got to keep you got to fight to keep yourself on the mountaintop. If David would have went into the cave and said, I see Saul. Give me my knife. God said that I'm anointed. And that I'm the king. So what I'm going to do right now. Oh, I feel the anointing. Is God telling me to kill him? I had a dream. I had a revelation. I had a prophecy. I had a this or that. I'm going to go kill him. David went in there, and because he was a man of God, he just cut a little bit of, of Saul's robe and took it. And the Bible says that his heart smote him. His, it, it bothered him that he even cut just a little bit of his robe. Because he was a man of integrity. When he could have killed him. Because David knew that if I make myself king, then I got to keep myself king. But if God makes me king, then nobody can move me until God says it's time. Can I have an amen? And that's the mentality that we have to have. It, when God elevates me. But they're going to be character tests. That was the character test for David. This is a character test. Verse 9. There is no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me but you. Because you're his wife, he says, how then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And saints, 
is sin against God. We got to get that in our mind. It's wickedness. It's not right. And our hearts should just, our hearts should be pierced and convicted over stuff. This is what God is looking for. I want God's favor to to abide, remain, and stay upon all of us. Amen? It says in verse 10, so it was that she spoke to Joseph. It says day by day that he did not heed her to lie with her or to be with her. And I think this is important because understand that this is the devil's job in your life. He's going to badger you. This is what happened with, with Samson and Delilah. Every day she just kept coming back. And he became weakened. His soul, the Bible says, became weakened. And he gave in. And the enemy, this is what he wants to do. He wants to weaken you by constantly bringing stuff into your path to get you. But are you a person of character? Of godly character in the sight of God? That no matter what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with God. I'm not perfect, but I'm going to fight as hard as I can to stay with Jesus in my life. Can I have an amen? And that's the mindset that we have to have. Well, thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman. This program is the production of The Well Christian Community. And we pray today's broadcast has blessed you and has encouraged you in Christ. If it has, would you take a moment and let us know? There are several ways that you can contact us. First, by mail. The Well Christian Community. Address your envelope to 2333 Neeson Drive. That's here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also stop by our website, learn more about us, and drop us an email, thewellchurch.net. That's thewellchurch.net. And then, of course, by phone, 925-292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. As you visit our website, don't forget to look for the link to our Facebook page. And if you're on Facebook, simply search The Well Christian Community. You can even follow Pastor Napoleon on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman, all one word. Until next time, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life and may he bring you a peace that passes all understanding. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.